0: today uh, the police are going to be asked questions about whether they might have been slightly overzealous when they arrested all those people from Republic uh, the Republican organisation who had apparently done a deal with the police to go and demonstrate uh, at the coronation uh, but were then arrested and weren't able to do so. However, as I said earlier to Claire Fox, there were plenty of people who were able to demonstrate on behalf of Republic Uh, they just weren't actually able to set up their loudspeaker system and they weren't able to do whatever it was that they wanted to do in some way, shape or form We've spoken as well about the coronation. Peter Hitchens is here now with us to tell us what he made of it all uh, and the matters arising from it also we will be talking about the NHS who apparently think it's uh, a good idea to spend 240 pounds 240 million pounds rather on some kind of new phone system which apparently is going to make it a lot easier for people to make uh, bookings with their GP now if it was that simple surely they could have done that earlier apparently all you need is a phone to get through to the GPs
1: well, maybe. I actually had a very good experience, Did you? I have to say, with the GP a couple of weeks ago, mm. uh, using which obviously would exclude anybody who doesn't do this, simply using an online system, yeah. where I very quickly got, uh, got got their attention, very quickly spoke to somebody right. who, who, who who actually understood what I was on about, and very quickly got an actual appointment. Oh, that's good. So I have to say that I, mean, I, I do live in one of, the, one of the best appointed parts of the country, mm. in Oxford, and I'm undoubtedly lucky, but I can't pretend that I was badly treated. The interesting thing was that when I finally got a prescription, yeah. that it was quite difficult to get. Right. Apparently, there, there are quite widespread shortages of, of, uh, of, of major drugs, which yeah. you, you simply cannot get. I had to hun- I think that's hunt the around function. for hours I I think that's a function of the inefficiency of the system,
0: though, more than it is about I don't why know. there should be shortages. Because I... it seems to me, you go into any boots now, or any sort of chemist yeah. chain, and half the stuff that you used to be able to buy, you can't buy. But things are not on the shelf. Because they don't
1: stock it anymore. Well, th- anything you want is now online, on yeah. first of all, and actual shops are being a second class places to Shop. And it's right. another thing. I like Bovril. I know this is eccentric, but I do. And There's it's become eccentric impossible about it. to find. Really? I eventually found it in an enormous Tesco's a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and they had four they had four jars in right. the whole this is gigantic airport size shop. I like to
0: think of myself as a bit of a gourmand, but occasionally I have a taste for um, a Noor chicken noodle soup in right. a packet. Um, and it's very it, good if it's... you've got a cold. Can't find it anywhere. I ended up buying it in France because I found it in a in a French yeah. supermarket. I it's,
1: it's, it's, an don't know ex- why. Extraordinary number of things to which yeah. this is happening. You can't. and this
0: happens to me a lot. Like because I don't get I don't shop much, but I, I shop at sort of Christmas time in buying presents for people. And the number of times I went into a shop and they would say. Oh, we don't have that in stock at the moment, but we can order it for you. Yeah. I'm like, if I wanted you to order it for me, I would have ordered it myself and had it sent to
1: me. Yeah, except that when you, every time you do that, you help to sign the death warrant of the actual shop. Well,
0: that's true, but my and point that, is... shops.
1: Do, that- do you see the way shops are transforming? So mm. Over and over again, you go to shop, there are no staff. No. It's all, it's all automatic robot mm. machines. Uh, I, I used to try to fight against this. Yes, but I give them up now. because Have you it's, seen it's these new Amazon Apple. shops? There's yes, a, I have. There's, there's one. There's one just out. There's in one in Street. Street. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, which I, I've never been in. I go past it quite regularly, um, and apparently you uh, you enter it by using some kind of QR code because yep. you have to be an Amazon Prime customer. That's right. And you go in, and there's nobody in there who works there. No, you, That's you, all.
1: Just, you just take what you want, and they charge you for it. Yeah, it's horrible.
0: It's really ghastly. I uh,
1: really, I don't see how this is going to improve the world. Mm. I don't. I've never seen how it's going to improve the world. Sacking lots of people because I like from, to go into a shop, dots. and if
0: necessary, if there's somebody there, I was, I was in a, a shop buying some paving stones of all things the other day, and I had to buy a spirit level, and it was in one of those massive, great, you know, oh, yeah. warehouses, and I thought I could be here all day looking for a spirit level, so I'm going to ask somebody, um, and it took me ages to find someone to ask. Well, this eventually is I did. The, in
1: in in, the, in my hunt for <laughs> in my hunt for bovril, I was very lucky to find in Tesco's. Yes. A, a very pleasant woman in the in the fresh vegetables department okay. who said, "Yeah, I know where it is," and conducted me. That's you. helpful. Right, and where with, was
0: it that you couldn't find it?
1: Where was it, had well, it I? I well, I didn't. Where does one look? I'll tell you one thing: where it wasn't, right, it wasn't with the marmite. Would it have been with the the stock or something maybe? No, no. It's just it was it was in some really obscure corner. This is the thing. They move stuff all the time. Oh, they do that, and to, that is
0: a practice that they use to make you buy things you didn't know you wanted. That's right. Yeah, the, the whole thing is uh, that uh, the, 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 light, the lighting
1: lowers your blink rate, so you become more mesmerised. The trick yeah. is to go to, um, to to go to supermarkets with a bicycle, then you can't buy everything because you you, you you keep having to say I can't carry this home. Yes. Stephen in
0: Belfast says, Tell Peter you can get Bovril in Home Bargains. It's a discount chain you may not be aware of. I have to say, I haven't come across. I haven't heard
1: of them. But I'll obviously have to get to know them
0: this year. No, but it is funny how things suddenly run out. Um, And it's it's only ever to do with inefficiency, in my view. It's like when the tomato supposedly ran out. They only ran out in some places, it didn't run out because there were no tomatoes. Well, I don't know about that.
1: I, all, I, all I know is that this, it's an odd thing that this, the shelves are often empty. And, and the, the thing that we started this with, the chemist's business, Yes. They, when, I, when I said to the, to the, to, to, to the, to the pharmacist behind the counter, what's going on, I said, well, this is all, happening all the time now. People mm. are coming in here with perfectly normal prescriptions. I can't fill them because we can't get the drugs. Right. And I thought that was quite a problem.
0: Yes, I imagine it is. It's an interesting subject, actually. We may have to look into that. Yeah. And see why we can, what we can find out about it. But let's talk about the Penny Mordant and the sword. <laughs> <laughs> she is, wrote about that this weekend. Well, she,
1: she was obviously the, the, the star of the whole, the whole coronation. Though, oddly enough, I found the coronation so sort of curiously flat. Did you? Yeah, I think the cameras were too close. Mm. Uh, I, I, th- I just think that we you saw too much. You think you didn't capture the sort of majesty much. of it? I, I, th- I think it would actually have been better, more moving, more memorable, if it had been in flickery old black and white. Yes. And if the and if the, all the shots had been from afar off. Mm. Uh, the just moment, one camera position. The moment where the the king had to get into that um, gold lame dressing gown. Yes. License, so I, I thought that would have been so much better if we hadn't been so close.
0: I see what you mean, because because when you are as close as that, you are literally there. And also, so you don't get the
1: magic. You of it. don't get. You don't. It's a composed picture. It's this small group mm. of people standing in, a, in, a, in, in the center of an enormous building, uh, in, surrounded by the people watching. Mm. And there's a sense of ceremony and mystery about the fact that they're standing there in this small knot. Mm. Much better, in my view, portrayed by those wonderful shots they sometimes do from high up above. Yes, uh, than from having the camera, high definition camera pushing right into the middle, yeah. so you can see the archbishop's yes. nostril hair. I don't want to see the archbishop's nostril no. hair. No, well, not many, many doesn't want, do. He doesn't want me to see it. No. It's not necessary. It, it, it was too close, and I, I felt strangely flat, and a uh, I, 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 couple of times I've watched the old film of the 53 coronation. Yeah. I found it very moving, and that's in color. Mm. Uh, though also the, the the other thing, which I still remember as being extraordinarily moving, was the Winston Churchill funeral. Yeah. Oh, which was in black and white when I saw it, and I've never seen it in anything other than black and white. There Maybe is something about and black it. and white footage, isn't oh, there? It? It, it, it it gives something a, a, a it, it puts perspective in. It makes it makes you feel as if you're in the future looking at yeah. the past. Well, do you know my father, who
0: was a very perspicacious individual, said to me once when everybody else had got a coloured TV and we still had a black and white one, I said, "Can we not get a colour television?" He said, "This is any place you can see things in black and white." All right which was a great way of answering the question, and it was absolutely right. And it saved
1: him a bowl or two as well. In the same
0: way that when you look at old photographs, news news photographs in particular in black and white,
1: they're amazing. They're much more evocative than the photographs. What colour photographs tend to do uh, there were a couple on the internet last week of 1930s Berlin mm. colour photographs. Yeah. It did look much less sinister. The yes. results, yeah. not actually what you want it to look. Like. No, exactly. it ought to look sinister. Exactly. Uh, but you know, so it, the penny. But to go back to the yeah, Penny Mauder thing, yeah.
0: she. I, I noticed, I think, a couple of maybe days earlier that she was in one of the rehearsals because she. I remembered suddenly was was at the time um, the sort of liaison wasn't she between the Royals and Parliament because she was the one when Charles was signing the book well doing all the accession stuff she and was she, doing all that she's, she.
1: she's very good at that yeah she? she has a very good sense of the ceremonial and it's it, it really did stand out and I think that uh, that, that continued into the the sword bearing mm. but I, the, I everybody I spoke to afterwards said why well, penny moreden then yeah it was the thing which which everybody really wanted to talk about there wasn't yeah. I don't think, in the whole actual ceremony, a moment involving the king, uh, which w- which people would want to talk about so much, was there? It, it was. No, it I all mean, I more or less okay. Nobody that's... dropped anything. No. J- Justin Welby was obviously having great trouble getting the crown on his head, going yes. backwards and forwards. But one hopes for things like that to happen because every coronation yes. in the history of, of I mean both of the, both country, of the crowns, crowns looked quite
0: it. precarious. It seemed to me.
1: Well, you saw the lip reading uh, on yes. the palace balcony. Well, yeah. Both obviously Camilla and Charles appeared yeah. to be quite worried about their crowns falling right. off because they didn't look as if they you were on properly.
0: Up. And you you're got- kind of standing there. You'd have to stand like with your head incredibly you still. You can't look up. And, you and can't Andrew Levin right. was just telling us that apparently Camilla's got quite a big head. I don't know if that's if that's a fact. I wouldn't know. But I suppose you can't make the thing bigger or smaller, can you? Well, you can change the lining a bit, I think. But
1: yeah. yeah. there's it, obviously a technical. No, the, the, the sort
0: of the vaguely eccentric, fascinating bit for me was when they were presenting all the things on cushions, like the spurs and yeah. the, the ring. And I was worried at one point they were going to try and put the ring on his finger because it looked like it wouldn't fit. And that would have been a bit they
1: dispensed with that. And the, and, the, and the single glove.
0: Yes, the glove. Yeah. yeah. So that was all a bit weird, but kind of interesting,
1: I thought. It is interesting. And if you read the actual. I mean, the, the one to read. Uh, is the 1953 service, which yeah. is significantly different from the, from from Saturdays. Yes, uh, it explains a, a, a lot of this stuff. Though actually, the fifty the, the 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 Saturday service, there is a version of it, which Lambeth Palace has put on the, on the internet, in which they do try to explain every every single one of these things. Right, which is worth looking up if you're if if you're interested in those matters. Yes, though they did dispense with some key words in the presentation
0: of the sword. Yeah, and the sword carrying itself, I don't think anybody had predicted, so that kind of surprised everybody, didn't it? I don't think anybody had, no, I hadn't expected it. Right, and I presume that was also done in 53?
1: Well, well, I I don't know who did it in 53, I I kept meaning to look it up, but if it was, of course, the Lord President of the Council would have been an elderly geezer with white hair. Mm. Which wouldn't have had quite the same effect as, no. as this. This woman got up as a There was a, definitely Roman science, something goddess.
0: science fictionally about <laughs> well, it. Well, the right?
1: people were, were saying it was like Game of Thrones. And all yeah. I thought she looked there's something about the the, uh, the the laurel pattern on the hat. I thought she looked like some sort of Roman yeah. pagan deity. I have right. To say. One yeah. One of the fiercer, not particularly. Um, great look though. Oh, it certainly was. Tremendous. But I don't think it's going to carry her into Downing Street. Uh, I don't think it will, no. no. Um, it's not enough. No,
0: exactly right. And as far as the Welby kind of um, Pledge of Allegiance was concerned, that was
1: all a bit low-key as well in the yeah. end, wasn't it? It went off badly because people misinterpreted it, yeah. I think. It wasn't... I, don't think, I think it was fundamentally a bad idea. Mm. Um... But I think the the difficulty is always in these things. If I'm in church and and we say the creed or the general confession, these are things which if I were asked to say in the middle of the office, I might hesitate Mm. a bit, but because I'm in church with other people doing it, and and then, then the words trip off my tongue. And saying something like that, at home in front of your family or yeah. indeed as i was on saturday in an office yeah it's quite difficult yes and a lot of people wouldn't have wanted to do it whereas if they'd been in the abbey they would have done
0: it without hesitation right. so it would have been better if he had just not said this is what we recommend and invite you to
1: do it's actually one of the reasons why uh, why, why people should try going to church mm. uh, it involves you so much more in in, in great ceremonial yeah in, which and, is why those big sort of
0: long Sort of long lens um, shots of the church are, are much more interesting because you can actually see the architecture of the church, yeah, which is quite important.
1: And that it's full of people. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm, interesting. Well, listen, we're going to stop for a moment. We'll come back, though. We may talk about um, VE Day, apparently it's yeah. today, um, which we haven't mentioned yet, and also uh, a study about marijuana, which may now be behind 30% of schizophrenia cases in young men. So we'll get into that. Incredibly, 78 years ago the Second World War ended in Europe. I mean... I don't know why that sentence surprises me, but it seems longer ago than I suppose in my head it is, well, I, 78 no, I, years. Yes, well I think
1: it's, it dominates our uh, discourse so much, even today, if you have an argument about any foreign policy issue, what people will compare it with is Munich in mm. 1938 and Neville Chamberlain. When they're talking about war, it's always Winston Churchill in mm. the Battle of Britain, or in America, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. The events were so huge, and what followed was so enormous, mm. and the numbers of people who died or whose families were directly affected by it. I mean, I was growing up; I shouldn't think it was anybody I knew whose whose fathers had not been in the war to, mm. to some extent. No, exactly right. And 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 we are still, to some extent, the generation which is which dominates all discussion. So, although, when you look at it, you realise, rationally, it is a very long time ago. Mm. And, say, by the 1920s, people were not saying much about the Crimean War, which was about the same distance from them as... Were they saying much about the First World War? They were saying a lot about the First World War, because in the 1920s, that was only ten years before. Yeah. Uh, It's it's endured, it's become... Actually, the sort of uh, the sort of moral myth of our age, mm. much more important for most uh, people in Western Europe and America, I think, than than the than the Bible in terms of a right. place a source of moral instruction. Mm. This is where you know, there were good people and bad people, and uh, the good people
0: were. Thankfully, I'm looking... We were talking just now about black-and-white pictures, and I'm looking at some quite amazing old black-and-white pictures of of VE Day and people celebrating, soldiers celebrating in the streets, women, children celebrating in the streets. It's hard to imagine, really, living through something like that. I mean, my mother tells me um, of of, of what her time was during that period. She was, I guess, a sort of early 20s, I think, but running up and down um, uh, into bomb shelters because she lived in Clyde Bank in uh, Scotland. Um, And my father was in the RAF but he sort of, by the time he'd finished training, the war was actually over, and he was training in Canada and India. Um, and as you say, there was always somebody. I had a, an uncle who sort of disappeared during the war. Nobody knew what happened to him. He was in the air-sea rescue out in the Far yeah, East, yeah. and he went out for a sort of
1: second turn um, and never came back. There was a lot of that, because there was, it was And tracking. nobody knew whether was he no was dead or alive. Yeah. Well, the great painter, the great English painter, Eric Revilius, was a war artist, and he went out on, on a, a, a naval air patrol... Up in the, the seas around Iceland, and mm. never came back. And in those days, there wasn't, there weren't transponders or, or much in the mm. way of, of radar tracking. You just disappeared. Mm. So just it's not it, there's Lots of it, it, but it dominates, every, dominated everything, and still, to some extent, does. It'll be a while before it stops doing so. Though yeah. I do wonder. Uh, I don't know how people uh, who are say in their twenties or early thirties respond to all this stuff. Yeah. There. No, I mean I think the trouble is the
0: schools don't teach as much of it as you would like to they think they teach a lot of Hitler, should. I think. Yeah, they teach about Hitler. They then, teach about Vietnam. They don't teach an awful lot about D-Day because I said recently I went and took my two teenage boys to um, uh, Omaha Beach and they, you know, they never, they didn't know that much about the D-Day landings because they don't do it.
1: No. Whereas we were, we, we were endlessly had our senses assaulted about old tonight when we were told gold, Juno, you know, sword. Yeah. And uh, and, uh, and they were. And if you go ancient. there, it really does, you know. Oh, it's extraordinary.
0: Bring it back to you because it hasn't. The, the landscape hasn't changed. You can imagine it going well, there's on.
1: Great hulks left from, yeah. when I was at Aramulch some years ago. There's still great hunks of the Mulberry Harbour there, mm. and I think may endure for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It is. Um, but it is. Say the great moral scripture of our times. That's why people remember it still at such a long distance. Interesting. The Russians commemorate it tomorrow. Yeah. Because for them, it was an extra day. I'm not sure. I think they just they, 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 they just concluded that their war with the Germans finished a day later, I think. Right. I'm not sure exactly. I, I have to look it up exactly when they took, finally took Berlin. Mm. But they they said, right, it's, our day is May the 9th. And when I lived in Moscow, it was a huge thing. Because yeah. there was still a lot of veterans in the early 1990s right. from the war then. And all these very stocky humorous old geezers will yeah. come out and get a bit drunk right. on, on the street and sing songs and clink their medals. Wow. Uh, it's rather moving. Yeah,
0: I bet. Let's talk about marijuana. There's a study out uh, today in which it says that marijuana may be driving a surge in schizophrenia cases among young men. This will come as no surprise to you, Peter. Um, it may be behind 30% of schizophrenia cases, according to a major study uh, by the,
1: uh, the National Institute of Health. Well, I wish that, that this... It, it is, it's a correlation, I have to stress this. Proving a causation, a causal link between marijuana and mental illness is extremely difficult and I don't think anybody has done it. But there is a correlation, uh, which has also been noticed by uh, leading British researchers such as Professor Sir Robin Murray, Mm. uh, who's who's one of the foremost psychiatrists in this country, and many people, including my friend Patrick Coburn, whose son Henry, Fell victim to mental illness after smoking marijuana at school, mm. would say that there appears to be a strong connection. It's extraordinary, it seems to me, that we should be in this state of half knowledge. To say, from a, there was a Swedish army service some years ago uh, which tended to suggest this, there have been lots of other smaller studies which have tended to suggest it. It's not unreasonable to suggest that a drug which plainly has a powerful effect on the, on the human brain might have a long-term effect on the functioning of the human brain. Mm. But there's an extraordinary resistance to drawing any conclusions from this because at the same time, there's this huge, very well-funded campaign to legalise marijuana. Mm. Legalisation would mean, of course, that it would be on the shelves in shops. It would be openly rather than covertly on sale on the, on the, on the internet. It would be packaged and it would be advertised, like yeah. possibly on television.
0: As it is in America now.
1: Well, it is because the 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 great the proposition uh, sixty four, I think it was yeah. in California, p- specifically contained uh, provisions for advertising, something which it took what forty years of hard campaigning to ban tobacco right. advertising, and now we have. Well, I was a astonished a
0: couple of years ago. I was in Los Angeles, and every billboard practically on uh, Hollywood Boulevard, um, going into West Hollywood, was um, an advert for marijuana.
1: Yeah, and well, the, the United States has, has, because it's done this state by state and pretended that the federal law against marijuana still exists, has enormous numbers of places where this is going on. And again, yes, it makes yeah, apparently
0: it makes the banking system very complicated because it's a federal. That's right. You it's can't, still a federal offence. You can't use a, a bank basically effectively, and you can't put the money into the bank if the bank is not just a local
1: bank. Well, this is of course this is this is why the the legalization campaign continues because yeah. they want it. There's there's basically there's a UN convention which governs this, and particularly countries such as ours and the Mm. United States, which are members of the UN Security Council. Cannot really countenance open defiance of a UN convention, so there's this big well-financed campaign now to alter the UN convention so that they can get legalization. Mm. But at the same time, the evidence pours in that this stuff is 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 potentially, possibly, seriously dangerous to, to the mental health yeah. of those who use it. I'm amazed that we can't call a pause to campaigns for legalisation and decriminalisation while we establish whether the link is real? Well,
0: you would think, Wouldn't I mean, that think, be a reasonable thing to ask? Well, yeah. I mean, people have these conversations, don't they, all the time about alcohol. They say, you know, if we didn't have alcohol, you probably wouldn't licence it now because you it's wouldn't. so dangerous, right? How is it possible that they think smoking cigarettes is bad for you, therefore some people, including uh, George Osborne now, want to ban it Leave. altogether, um, but yet you can smoke marijuana and it won't do you any harm? doesn't make any sense, does
1: it? Well, it, it makes no sense at all, but the, the marijuana campaign is trying, trying to say, well, since we've got alcohol and and, and tobacco, uh, why shouldn't we have marijuana as well? That seems to me to be one of the stupidest arguments. We've yes. got two two dangerous legal poisons mm. which do measurable and enormous harm to many of their users, and the, this doesn't seem to be an argument to have poison number three, and yet it, it it's constantly pushed, mm. and parliamentary committees and... Uh, Teams of of, um, of of supposed experts and certainly the BBC and many other parts of the media are constantly pushing, uh, lobbying documents, calling for the relaxation of laws against yeah. marijuana. And the, the they simply ignore the mental health issue. Right. And I just don't think it's possible to do this. If we, say, for instance, t- t- tobacco smoking had been in- in- introduced on a large scale, and by the way, it took off basically during wartime. If, if cigarette smoking was introduced on a large scale and information was beginning to come in, that it was correlated mm. with lung cancer and emphysema and heart disease, uh, and, 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 it, and it was illegal, uh, would we make it legal? I don't think so. No. No, she yes, wouldn't. So why? What is it about marijuana? There seems to be among a certain class of, particularly media and and, and political metropolitan person, a belief that marijuana is great. Mm. Uh, it's it, maybe it's because they took it at university. Uh, maybe maybe it's because it, they associate it with all the, the 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 summer of love and everything else but whatever it is that was a long time ago, a, ago it as well. is a long time ago but there are still people around in, in our political yeah. system who went through that and who were influenced by if there is something about marijuana which has made our society relax its defenses, and trying to put back those defences after we've legalised it is going to be incredibly mm. difficult. We're going to have to de- yeah. decades in which to regret. I mean, I guess it. some of the driver of it might be money, because
0: it's a very um, rich business. Well, business course of course
1: it's money, and of course it, of course, governments would gain an enormous amount of taxation if they legalised it, and that's another reason why politicians are soft on it. But th- that doesn't mean, actually, that you have automatically to give into to it. The whole point of having responsible government is that people say it doesn't matter mm if it's going to bring in a lot of money, uh, if it's going to do so much harm, if we're going to have to build huge numbers of new mental hospitals, if people are going to be incapable of, of working, so we're going to have to subsidise them for all, our li- all their lives mm. in large numbers, if you're never going to be able to have no whether the, the driver of your your child's school bus or your doctor or your nurse or anybody doing anything for you mm. is 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 not high unless you unless you have constant drug tests yeah. in places of employment, then we would probably be better off keeping illegal Mm.
0: yes probably so interesting well we'll talk more about it I'm sure we're out of time unfortunately Peter thank you very much thank you we'll see you next week Peter Hitchens back here next Monday back in the mail of course on Sundays every Sunday the mail on Sunday but also occasionally on other bits of the the week as well